Well, here we are and Christmas time is upon us. And we have so many things to be thankful for. If you have your prayer list, would you please get it out? If you've got yours, are there people here that have their prayer list with them? Not everybody does, but there are some folks that do. If you have it, would you just lift it up for me? Thank you. And I know that some of you have yours at home. I have a copy of October. Probably around here there have been, we had to start putting the month of the year on the prayer list because our prayer needs changed so much and people couldn't tell what was for this month and that month and this is just October. And if you'll look under standing requests, go, go down there, standing requests. I know there are prayer sheets in the back and we start with Carly Brown and on the end we have Lilith, brother Larry Ninover's granddaughter. You all see that, that have your list? I see some of you looking. And they can actually put that list behind me uh, up there. I know they do. I don't know if you can pull that on the screen. Don't worry about it if you can't, because I'm going to go to scriptures in just a minute. But if you look down, Carly, Jenny, Tim Galoni, our Tim is here today. Brother Tim, just lift your hand. There he is. Standing request. Love Deese is not here. Paul Goss. I don't know if Paul's ever walked in the door. There we go. There it is. And then we have Sarah Hall from uh, October. I don't know if Sarah's here now or not, but this is the October list. And then Don Heisler, Braden and Bailey Higgins, Bill Hitchcock. You're probably getting ready for the wedding. And then right after Bill Hitchcock, and Vicki's in the hospital. And I saw Shannon. Shannon, wave your hand. You were standing in for your mom today, weren't you? Yeah. I know, I saw you there. Then after Bill Hitchcock, you know what you see? Everybody say what you see on that prayer list. Luke Holmes. Luke Holmes. Bet you don't even know who Luke Holmes is. I went back to my text in February, I think, I don't know if it was 2020 or 2021. I, I don't throw away texts because I need them. Because I sometimes forget things. I had a message. Please pray for our Luke. From that moment that Kathy Holmes sent that in, his name appeared on this sheet. Everybody say, this is a bundle of prayer requests. Yep. And actually, this one's unique because if you flip it over, there's nothing on the back side. The December list has names on the back. Okay. How many of you have ever walked these aisles around in a prayer walk when we've been praying? Would you lift your hands? Would you keep them up? Just lift them up high. Does everybody see who's been walking these aisles and praying? I want you to hold that list in your hand and I want you to go with me. Everybody say the bundle. Go to Luke 2 and 7. Thank you, Brooke. You're doing so well up there. And Luke 2 and 7 says, And she brought forth her 
firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. And Brother White told my husband about lambs that came to Bethlehem whose limbs were wrapped because they were going to be sacrificed. And so they wrapped them up tight so they wouldn't blemish themselves. They wanted to keep them pure and clean. And then Mary comes to Bethlehem, not by accident, and goes to the same place where the priests prepare lambs. And she gives birth, little old teenage girl probably. Everybody writes home about her now, but back then she wasn't admired. And she brought forth her little lamb and she swaddled him. And that bundle of joy was going to bring a life change to her and Joseph and their kids and the whole world. And I was reading while we were pressing through in our prayer walkings and early mornings and I came across 1 Samuel 25 and 29. <laughs> It's hard to believe that you can connect what I just read to you with this scripture, but this was Abigail. Abigail coming to David because David's men had protected this man's lambs. They had watched over he and his ragtag band of men running from Saul had wound up near Nabal's shepherds and sheep and so those big old men that were without a country and had to leave their wives and kids on the run from Saul they were protecting somebody else's sheep and somebody else's shepherds and so they got hungry and and Nabal started shearing sheep and having a festival maybe it was April I don't know when the lambing takes place and David said go tell him we've helped you during the rough time can you just give us some food? And he was a violent man and he wasn't very courteous. And he said, who are you? I don't even know you. I'm not giving you anything. And David had had it. He'd had it. He, he was tired. He was weary. He was hurting. He was desperate. And he just said, that's it. I'm done fighting. I'm going to take action. I don't like where I am. My hands are tied. I can't. God has promised me I'm going to be a king, but I'm running. And, and all I'm doing is running from one thing to the next. And that's it. I'm going to draw my sword and now I'm going to take action. So help me God, almost his very words, Nabal and his entire house is going to fill my wrath. And once we kill them all, then we'll eat what we need because I've had it. I'm done. He strapped on his sword and... Nabal's shepherds ran to Abigail and said, Abigail, you're not going to believe what happened. David's men have kept us safe in all our lambs. They've protected us. And David came to our sent servants, to our master, to ask for a little food. And he sent them away and made fun and mocked. And, and they said, he's coming. He's coming. He's going to kill everybody and everything. And she said, get me some food. Laid load up a bunch of donkeys get some grain get grapes get everything send it ahead of me and then she ran and threw herself on the ground in front of David and said David don't do this don't do this David don't do what you're about to do I know you've been under pressure you've been praying and you're weary 
you've, you've had enough and you have it in your power to do this. Don't do it, David. You're coming after my husband, yet a man is risen to pursue thee. And Saul's coming after you, but David, but David, I know you've got trouble. I know there are things happening, but the soul of my Lord, meaning you, David, shall be bound in the bundle of life with the Lord thy God. And I had a visual image of David struggling and wrapped up and swaddled in a bundle, not with just anybody. She said, you're bound in the bundle of life with the Lord. She wrapped her Jesus like they do those lambs. And Abigail didn't know that. She said, but you're going to be bound. You're bound in the bundle of life with the Lord thy God. And the souls of your enemies said, there are some other things in the bundle with you. It's tough on you right now, David. You've got some enemies in the bundle of life. You've got some issues in your body and you've got some issues in your mind and you're angry and you're fearful and there are things going on with you, but, but you're in the bundle of life, not with just anybody, but with the Lord. We're all kind of bundled up, but there's a difference in you and Nabal, David. You're in the bundle of life with the Lord. You've got enemies, you got problems, but you've been swaddled. You know what it is to be swaddled? Mothers know because when infants are born, their arms and their legs are kind of spastic and they can startle themselves and they've been used to the warm, dark place of the womb and they need to be wrapped and held tight. Kind of hard to be bundled. I don't think those lambs liked it either, but to keep them from blemishing themselves, they swaddled them and she said you're bound in the bundle this is a bundle there's some unlikely names on this list and Luke Holmes was one of them bound in a bundle I'm picking on him I told him I was going I said Luke please come because our church has been walking these aisles You've been in a bundle with us. We have been in all kinds of trouble here. We got trouble. And our hands have been tied. And we can't do anything about it. But we've been praying for you. And last night, Luke, I've never met him before. And he walked in and I said, who's this? And they said, it's Luke. I said, Luke, Luke Holmes, is that you? I've been calling your name for months. You've been in the bundle and you didn't even know it. I can't move my hands and my legs. I'm not able to do certain things. Our church is limping along right now because we're in a bundle. And then when I heard the Vicki Hitchcock, I'm like, God, and the bundle's getting tighter. It's like being wrapped up, arms and legs. And in my constriction, all I can do is walk and pray. 
Luke, I want you to come up here. He's brave. I didn't scare him. I could have. Actually, he probably was scared. I don't know. He said no. Because when he walked in, I just grabbed him and I said, Luke, welcome home. He's a spitting image of his dad, isn't he? You know why I'm telling you this? Because this boy got swaddled with us. He doesn't know us. He didn't know when he walked in the door last night, the Lord said, I heard you the first time you prayed. He doesn't know. He didn't do this to make me cry. He had no idea what his presence would do for me. But it was like a love letter from the Lord saying, even when you can't see it, I'm working. <laughs> even when you don't know it, I'm working. You didn't know it, Luke, but you got bundled in the bundle of life with the Lord. And I don't know what all Luke's issues are, but there's no coincidence that this young man is here this morning, December the 12th, in the year of our Lord, 2021, with a church full of people who've never seen his face, but have been walking the aisles, calling his name in corporate prayer and Friday morning and 6.30 in the morning. I'm in a bundle, hallelujah. And I want you to notice what it says. And the souls of thine enemies, them shall he sling out. He didn't say he'd throw me out. But we're in a whirlwind. Swaddled. There's a lot I can't do a thing about. But I want you to know that the Lord is moving and answering and healing and helping in the middle of our struggle, in your struggle. You didn't know this boy. You may not know his mother and dad. I want Kathy and Chuck and Philip to stand up. It was no accident that God brought them into this church and they wound up in the bundle with us. Hallelujah. Why? Because we are are in the bundle of life with the Lord. Lift your hands right now and let's thank the Lord no matter what happens to us. We are in the bundle of life with the Lord. I told Luke, I said, you don't understand how our church is. I said, we pro everybody wants to touch you. Everybody's going to want to hug you. We probably want to cut a piece of your clothes off and say, this is an answer to prayer here. So we're going to make you a rock star this morning. He's been going through some struggles. There are some enemies in his bundle. There are things that he's been bundled with that want to destroy him. But I'm here to proclaim that he's also in the bundle with the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. The first and the last. I want you to stretch your hands to this young man. We're going to pray for him in Jesus' name. Pastor, I want you to come and shame Brother Gators. We're going to anoint you with oil. You are a lamb. I know that you've gone through things beyond your control, things you didn't understand. But you are special, Luke Holmes. You're special because you are in the bundle in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray that you would bless Luke and his daughters. 
We are bound together by love and by the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh God, we ask you to keep him in your mercy and your grace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I'm going to hug him for all of us. I know they're getting ready for a wedding. You may be seated and I'm not finished. Thank you, Luke. Let's give the Lord another hand praise. My son-in-law made reference to the fact that it's just good to be here. And it is. And when Abigail said to David, David, you're not just with anybody. You're in the bundle of life with the Lord. I didn't know about the lambs whose limbs are bound so they don't blemish themselves. If being bound means the Lord is trying to keep us from blemishing ourselves, then he must be doing a great work in us because with every report that comes in, we can't move. All we can do is sing and cry out. When there's nothing left to use but your voice, you've been swaddled. No arms, no legs. And you know what that evokes? I see Justin getting up with JC right now. When you wrap a baby up, what you're saying is you can't walk by yourself. You can't do anything by yourself. Amen. Amen. Well, that feels comfortable to a baby. It does not feel comfortable to adults. I've been thinking about all the things we've been going through where our lives have been managed by our circumstance. Don't feel like there's any pattern to it. The only pattern is we have no control. That's pretty much it right there. No control at all. Jeremiah 10 and 23 said, Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It's not in a man that walketh to direct his steps. I don't care how brilliant you are. You don't know what's coming tomorrow. You cannot direct yourself. Life's just happening to us and we're doing our best to deal with what's happening. Amen. Except that Jesus said this. In the book of Isaiah 46, 3 and 4. Since your limbs have been restrained and constricted, he said, listen to me, house of Judah and the remnant. Oh, we are the remnant right now. We're still hanging in there. He said, listen to me, all of you and the remnant, which are born by me from the belly. Well, I get that. People carry infants which are carried from the womb. Okay, but wait a minute. He said, even to your old age, I am he. Yeah. And even to whore hairs, that means hair that is so old that it twists on itself. So old that the very texture of your hair becomes gnarly. He said, to that age will I carry you. Amen. So it feels like we're being born by our circumstances on a stream of white water rapids where there's no pattern and no purpose and no promise. 
But I'm going to tell you this is what it feels like to be carried by the great I am. He's restrained our arms and legs. And he said, now I'm carrying a swaddled people that are bound with me in the bundle of life. Brother Richard's part of the bundle I'm in. He's in the bundle. That's why I call his name. And yours, you're in the bundle. We got bundled together. Wally and Linda and Leslie and Blake, little Blake, whom I've never met, 15 years old. Did you know he came home? A little boy with the collapsed lungs. The doctor said, I've never seen such a clear case where the camera went right in, found the bubble immediately. What was that? Blake's never been in this church that I know of, but there were people walking around the walls being carried and carrying a bundle with them. Hallelujah. Do you know what I'm trying to tell you? Keep putting your little names down on your sheets because while you're carrying this, he's carrying us. Yes. He's carrying us. Mary carried him so he could carry her. He said, I have made. I made you, you didn't make me. He said, I will bear, I will bear the midnight cries and the, the anxieties. He said, I got it, I can carry it. I'm carrying you and you and you and you and you and you and you. And then I'm carrying everything you brought with you. I made it, I'll bear it. You say, I can't bear it, Jesus. He said, I will bear it. I'm carrying you in your little bundle because you're bound to me. Amen. Hallelujah. The bundle of life. I've thought about the bundle of joy. I'm sure Luke Holmes had no idea when he walked in last night. I just started crying and I said, Luke, you don't know what this means to me right now with my family going through so many things and you walked into the door. A person who's been invisible to me. And I said, I spoke you into existence. God assigned because God wants us to know that when we pray, he hears. Luke didn't do that to answer my prayer. The Lord moved that boy to bring him here so he could turn around to me and say, I got you and I got him and I got all of y'all in my hands and I am God and I know what it takes to move mountains and to move people. And I know it feels like you're being slung around. I'm just getting rid of the enemies that are in the bundle. But you will remain because your names are written in my book and on my hand and I cannot forget you not for a moment he said even to your old age I'm he I will carry you I will bear and then he said even I that I let other people do things for me but when it comes to carrying you I will do that myself I won't bring a donkey to carry you. I won't bring a horse. I won't ask an angel when it comes to you. You are mine. I know you by name. I'm carrying you myself. I'm in the bundle. Swaddled. And this is where this mystery goes deeper. 
And I want to share it with you because it started in the manger when he was the lamb and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes in Bethlehem where they bind the limbs of the lambs they're going to sacrifice. But it didn't end there. Jesus left the manger, left the sacrifice. And he hung on that cross and then they pierced his side almost like a Caesarean birth and out of it came blood and water. And a man gave birth to a church. We're out of the manger now. We've left the Christmas story. We're on to something else. Ephesians 5 and 21 said this. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and be joined unto his wife. And they too shall be one flesh. And John 15 and 4 and 15 and 7 said this, Abide in me and I in you. That sounds like a marriage. Amen. Amen. Paul said, I'm going to tell you something. You think I'm describing marriage, but I'm not. I'm describing the process of cleaving. I'm going to tell you it's one thing when you read the Bible because you want Brother Bob to give you a certificate. And it's another thing when you're reading the Bible because of the agony you're in and you need words that go beyond human English to speak to things that are not and call them out. You need to be able to say things like the God of creation when you are troubled by fear and doubt and anxiety. And there's no place to go. There's no doctor there's no cure, there's no treatment and suddenly you find yourself dwelling in the word and dwelling in his thoughts and dwelling in his ideas about your life because if you look to Fox News to translate what it means to have COVID or cancer you're going down He said, I want you to get into me. I'm, well, I'm just not into Jesus. Oh, there's going to come a time when that's the only thing that's going to keep you alive. And I got a visual image of this cleaving. You know what they do to trees to, trans, to graft them? They cut what they want to graft. And then they cut the host they want to graft it to. He said, I cut you out of your families, out of your tribes. I didn't bring your whole family. I brought you. Amen. I cut you off just like I cut off a twig. And then I cut my side. And I stuck you into me. And then you know what you do when you graft one tree to another? You wrap it tight. For this cause shall a man leave his mother and father and cleave. We are in the final act of the transformation where God is saying, I'm wrapping you so you can't move. 
so that my words will keep you alive and you will stop reaching for everything but me. I'm going to show you there is no help from anybody but me. I will hold you still and I will hold you tight till I can cleave to you. Till suddenly you are submerged in what I am. And you say, why is that so important? Why are you making me get so stuck? To you that I can't pull away from you and I can't get you out of my mind and I can't get you out of my actions and you're in my head and I can feel you constantly talking to me about the way I act and the way I live and what I do it's it's like being carried where I don't want to go and I, why are you doing this because in John 15 and 7 he said if you abide in me and my words abide in you. If the grafting takes place and you let me cling to you, you will ask what you will and it shall be done to you. But it won't happen without a grafting. In the bundle. 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 So the pressure increases. Pressure increases. And the wind rises. And the bundle is being slung. Not so that you will lose your grip. And run from God. And say this doesn't work. But you will be so still. You can hear him for the first time in your life saying, Be still. This is not the devil. This is not the world. This is not your flesh. I use all those things like tools. Be still, I said. And no, I am God. And she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. And he was cut so that I, when I take the cut, make the cut, and I'm grafted into him so that I can change. So that when you see trouble in your family, and your grandchild who doesn't know me, whom I love dearly, is afraid of me. You are the bridge between your granddaughter and me. And you can take her hand and say, Bella, we're going to pray for you tonight because you have a concussion. And you have a brain bleed. And the doctors have limited what you can do. And you're scared, but if you'll come to church with Grandma, Grandma is going to ask for the elders of the church to anoint your head with oil. And they're going to lay their hands on you. And Jesus is going to heal you. My hands are tied. So that... 
this mind which is in Christ can be in me. I feel like you need to close your eyes and we need to lift our hands right now. You can either struggle and fight and kick and scream or you can say I'm bound in a bundle with the Lord. You can avoid, you can try to escape, you can use all kinds of tools to get away, or you can say, there are no orphans here. There are no failures here. There are people, oh, bow your heads and close your eyes. I saw Tracy Keys in the back. I saw Bella here Wednesday. Luke here this morning. Did you see your prayer request list? Say he's not moving for me. Oh yes, he is moving you. Okay. He's moving me. But what about David? What about Tracy? What about Tim? What about Richard? I'm in a bundle. of Israel in this house. If you're online, we love you. We see you. We feel you. We call your names. Oh, lift your hands, church. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Don't be rash. Don't walk out on God. Don't rip off the strip. 